You may notice that the beard is gone. And I have had uh, all kinds of uh, compliments and backhanded compliments and comments uh, from the faithful people of God about the, the no beard status. But the most popular comment has been, Father, it looks like you took off 15 years from your life. I'm not real sure how old you thought I was, but taking 15 years off my life would make me very young. (laughs) But I am a little old, and there is a memory that Jesus gave me from my own upbringing as I was praying over the readings for Sunday Mass today. And that uh, memory takes us all the way back to the Dark Ages. Some of you remember what that time was like, and many of you here probably don't. Anybody remember what it was like before the internet existed? All right, 8, 10, 12 of us. Some of you need to go to confession. Some of you all believe it. But way back in the Dark Ages, before the internet came to our homes, before technology really took off, when my family would go on vacations, you know, we would bring mom's camera with us. But the snap and upload thing is something that's happened later in my life. It used to be when we would go on family vacations, we'd bring the camera and we would take like rolls of pictures and then we would have to go to the local drugstore or a grocery store or Walgreens or something like that in order to have our film developed. Because uh, those of you who did not live in the Dark Ages, if you can believe this, it actually took days to get film developed so that you could actually see what you were taking pictures of. Imagine that. Wow, that sounds terrible. (laughs) So way back in those times, it took quite a little bit of time to develop an image. And you had to take the film back into a dark room And if you let light shine in the dark room a little too early or a little too brightly, it would ruin the image that had been produced on the film. And this is a pertinent image, get it? This is a pertinent image that we want to have in our minds and hearts based off of what Jesus is trying to communicate to us in these readings this Sunday. Because the question is this. Are you willing to be developed, or are you desiring to be discovered? Hundreds of years after the Dark Ages, we now live in the snap and upload culture, where in the time that it's taken me to get here in my homily, we could have taken, I don't know, a thousand pictures and uploaded them, and people in Australia would be viewing them and liking them already. We live in a culture of instant gratification, of instant access to everything at our fingertips. In this culture, this culture of snap and upload, this culture of social media is forming people to seek to be discovered rather than allowing God to do the developing. And so I invite you to consider, as you hear this homily, where are you at right now tonight? Are you willing to be developed by God, or are you seeking to be discovered by men? Because brothers and sisters, like, let's be honest, we live in that snap and upload culture, right? And we communicate our snap and upload pictures using uh, hashtags. And do you know what the most popular hashtag is? It's not even close. 
Do you know what the most popular hashtag, the hashtag of hashtags is? Hashtag selfie. The overwhelmingly most popular way that we share our pictures is by taking pictures of ourselves and then putting them out there for the entire world to see, seeking to be liked and noticed, seeking to be noticed for what we're doing or where we are. And this would be very symptomatic of a culture that is seeking to be discovered. But here's the problem, brothers and sisters. You and I are already discovered. You and I are already perfectly known and infinitely loved by the God who does not need to discover us because he made us. And so that instinct, that that push in my mind, in my heart, in my life that says, I need to be noticed, I need to be discovered, I want to push back on that and I want to challenge that today. Because that spirit is not really consistent with the Holy Spirit that affirms within the children of God that they are already discovered, that they are already known, that they are already perfectly loved. And so here we find ourselves in the gospel where Jesus is talking about going to suffer and die for his friends. Meanwhile, his friends are talking about what? Who is the greatest? Who is trending on social media? Which of us has the most likes? Which of us has the most listens to on our priest podcast? Ooh, Father Brian and Father Edward, sorry about that. Are we seeking to be discovered by men? Or are we about being developed by our Father? Because God is at work developing, seeking to develop within our hearts, within our lives, within our families, the perfect image for this time. And that image is not an image of us. It's not an image of how talented and amazing Father Luke is. That image is the image of Jesus Christ. And God is at work in my life as he is in all of our lives, striving and working to develop the image of his son in each of us. But what's the problem? A lot of times we don't want to be in the dark room with God rather than embracing the hiddenness of our vocations and living out of that relationship with our Father, one where we know that we are seen and loved, we are out and about seeking to be discovered by men. But if we are discovered by men, we can be destroyed by men. Hello, cancel culture. If we are discovered and honored by men, we can be canceled and destroyed by men. And so it is so important for us to acknowledge that life is not about being discovered by people for how wonderful and amazing we are. Life is about acknowledging that we are already discovered, that we are perfectly seen and infinitely loved by a Father who desires to develop us in the hiddenness and in the messiness of our lives to conform us ever more perfectly into the image of His Son. And so what was the image that Jesus gave us at the end of the gospel when he saw these knuckleheads just out and about trying to be noticed, trying to be the greatest among all? What was the image that Jesus used? It was the image of a child. Because children are not seeking to be praised and desired and noticed and seen and observed. Because children already know that they are those things. Children know that they are seen and loved and provided for by their parents who love them. 
And it's not until we start growing that we seek independence from the people who love us most. And so Jesus presents to us in the gospel the image of a child reminding us that that is what it takes to get to the kingdom of heaven. Simply allowing ourselves to live in that core identity of being beloved sons and daughters of a father who does not need to discover us because he already perfectly knows us. What he desires to do is to develop us in the messiness, in the hiddenness, away from the glamour and prestige and honor and lights of the world. And when we choose to seek those things before being developed by our Father, that image that, is, that he desires to produce to develop within us gets a little messy, and it gets a little bit harder to see because we let the lights of this world shine and distract and destroy that image. And so, brothers and sisters, the God who knows us perfectly and who loves us infinitely is going to put his heart on this altar. And he desires again in this Mass to develop us ever more closely, ever more perfectly into the image of his Son.